is Andy Wakefield, and this is the Andy Wakefield Podcast. This is a place where stories are told that have never been heard before. Welcome to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. Happy 2021 to you. My name is Lori Gregory. I am so pleased to be back here with Andy J. Wakefield. Andy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. It's going to be a wonderful new year. It's going to be an enlightening and really uh, quite an extraordinary experience. So um, let's go forward in, uh, you know, in hope and happiness. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> I'll have what you're having. <laughs> it sounds like a great plan. I think if we can get through this week, we will be on our way there, hopefully. But we are so lucky today, Andy, to have a guest. We're going to call her Natasha. She's going by nom de plume because she's doing something very brave. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Natasha. Natasha, this is unusual for us. We've never had a mystery guest, but what you have to say is so important that if that's to do to get you on the podcast to talk about it, so be it. I'm just going to say that you're the head of a private school in the United States and what you're doing during this whole crazy time, which is why Andy and I wanted to have you on the podcast, is very, very novel, and it has to do with masks. Will you tell us about this with regard to school? What we decided to do was to let parents have the choice as to whether to mask their child or not. This decision didn't sit well with some of the parents that were absolutely and completely pro-mask, But we had to make the decision that we knew was best for all the children. And the start of the school year, we had a lot of children come into the nurse's office with headaches, uh, dizziness. One child, um, the parent wanted to take him to get an MRI because his headaches were so severe and the dizziness was so bad. After he stopped wearing the mask, it all disappeared. When parents come to me and say, follow the science, I say, there is no science behind children wearing a mask eight hours a day. All I can tell you is the facts that I'm seeing and what happens when the child takes off the mask. Now, just recently, I just ran into a German study that had over 25 children, and it revealed major negative impacts on their physical, psychological, and behavioral impact of the children. And it was affecting up to 68% of the kids, all with very distinct health complaints. Just to kind of read off a few, which which are all things that I've seen with my own eyes, which makes me even more comforted in knowing that we did make the right decision for our kids. Headaches, concentration difficulties, Discomfort, impairment in learning, drowsiness, tiredness, tightness under the mask, feelings of shortness of breath. These are all complaints that I have personally heard from kids. I actually had one parent came up to me in an event that I, that I did over the weekend and said, when I told my child he no longer had to wear a mask, he started to cry. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Thank you, mom, so much. This means everything to me. I was really in a lot of pain in the mask. And many kids don't say anything. They're like, okay, this is what I need to do. So they just do it. And they go through the day with a headache or with coming home, feeling exhausted, 
we had one kid three days in a row. And I, I like to keep tabs on what kids are going to the nurse's office. It was a particular child. Three days in a row, around one o'clock, the nurse kept calling the mom and asking her to come in and pick up the kids. So, I, you know, again, I got the information and I called the mom and I said, so what do you think is going on? I knew what was going on, but I wanted to hear what she had to say first. And the first thing she said was, it's so strange. She loves school. I drop her off. She's super excited. She's very happy, happy. And by the same time, the last few days in a row, they're calling me, telling me she's having a headache. And my daughter has never had headaches. And I said, well, I think it's the mask, but I'm not a doctor. So why don't you try it? Bring her to school the next day without a mask. And let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. Call me in two days and let me know if, if she's back to normal. Two days I spoke to her. She's like, oh my God, she's beyond happy. Back to normal. No more headaches. She's perfectly fine. Mm. So, when, so when, I, when I have a parent who's very pro-mask and they come up to me and say, what's the harm? It's not a big deal. Just wear the mask. I tell them, you can't tell me what's the harm. I'm seeing it when a child is having a headache. That's their body reacting to the mask. I have another example of a mom who's three-year-old. You know, she really wanted her child to go to the school in the mask because she wanted to protect others, right? That's the kind of, that's a feeling that, that parents have. That's why mm -hmm. they're doing it. And her three-year-old came home after a few days and said in the cutest voice, because she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have full vocabulary yet, but basically said, my head hurts. Mm. And the mom just felt like basically fell to the floor and said, oh my God, what am I doing to my child? This is a really big deal. And this is, these are really almost the silent victims, right? Because kids that are well-behaved do what they're told and they want to fit in. They want to belong. It's really sad for me to hear this because we really have taken the emphasis off the children. They're very low risk. And yet we're putting them through all these gymnastics that have catastrophic circumstances. We're not even talking right now about any psychosocial, emotional circumstances, right? I mean, there's an experiment, a baby face experiment. You can go on YouTube and look up the mom face experiment. And they show what happens when a mom is holding a, a baby and she's cooing and inter interacting with the baby. And as soon as the mother shuts down and goes to still face, the baby becomes anxious and very quickly melts down because the mother's face, not seeing her emotional response. I mean, we're, we're not even thinking about those effects that this mask insanity is having on our children. So I think it's really fascinating what you're seeing. And, and this German study, which actually good, good on you for being on top of it. It looks like it just came out today. You almost have your own little scientific experiment going on there. It, it, it's funny because when I, when I got the study, I actually, I actually found it on, oh, I found it over the weekend. When I got my hands on the study, I had goosebumps all over my body. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what I've been telling parents. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, you know, the kids that still go to school in masks, I walk around and I see they're more introvert. They're more disconnected. They're not as engaged and happy as the other kids. Sure. I see it. With my it makes it, ma it makes perfect sense, right? Tasha, it, it, it's fascinating. I it seems to me you have three groups. You have 
those parents who want everybody to have a mask and they've taken their children out of your school because you've offered choice. Then you have a group within the school who presumably their parents want them to wear a mask at school. And then you've got those whose parents don't want them to wear a mask. So you've got these three different groups. What are the concerns expressed to you by the parents? In other words, we know that children, certainly children of the age that your school have, are at zero risk from, from COVID in effect. 99.997% survival rate for right, so anyone exactly under 19. Zero, zero. <laughs> what is the expressed concern of the parents? I mean, do they have elderly relatives who are living at home? Or what, what, are, what are the reasons that people give for their choices? The number one that I've been hearing is parents think that the mask will stop the spread and that by not having the mask at the school, we are potentially being super spreaders, which we've been in school since September and that has not happened whatsoever. Yes, we've had incidences of COVID, but almost all of the cases have been from the parents giving it to the kids. And then even then, so the majority of the children's cases have been all asymptomatic. So again, I tell them when I'm explaining to them my rationale behind, I say, I need to look at the cost versus benefit. You're telling me that there's no problem, there's no reason to not wear the mask, but I can see what's happening to the children. And you're telling me that it's safer for them to wear a mask, but I don't see that information anywhere because schools are, are, are not super spreader places. You've been listening to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. To continue the conversation, go to 1986theact.com slash membership, where for $5 a month, you can subscribe and access the Andy Wakefield Podcast in its entirety and much more.